Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I will not be reading from my book of poetry on today. Instead, since you all have showed up and showed out concerning my reading from my novel entitled Perfect Illusions of Love, a novel written by yours truly, Teresa Reese, I'm going to read another chapter. I just want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for showing up and listening and enjoying my episode entitled, I Talk Too Much. So I guess in a way this would be considered, I Talk Too Much Part Two. How about that? (laughs) But here we go. I read chapter five in that, during that episode. So I'm going to read chapter six during this episode. And again, the book is entitled, Perfect Illusions of Love, a Novel. It is a fiction-based book. And if you find any part of this book relatable, that is just by happenstance, okay? Because these are fictional characters. So for those of you who don't know what happenstance is, and if you have never heard any of my episodes before, I have a tendency to try to provide the definitions of certain words so that we can all be on one accord. So in regards to happenstance, it is another word for coincidence. And if you don't know, um, it says happenstance is a circumstance, especially that is due to chance. And this is according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. So that is what happenstance means. It is spelled H like Harry, A like Apple, P like Paul, P like Paul, E like Eddie, N like Nancy, S like Sam, T like Tom, A like Apple, N like Nancy, C like Cat, E like Eddie. So happenstance, if you find any of this relatable, it is certainly by happenstance because these are fictional characters. All right. The name of this title is called Bothersome. Here we go. I know I am not the only woman in the world who has experienced this with her man. However, it feels like it right now. Clay is giving me the shutdown treatment. I hate when he does this to me. It makes me angry because I hate feeling ignored. And yet here he is doing it again. Yeah, I'm pretty certain he has a death wish tonight because he knows this is one of my pet peeves. Now, I also know some of the greatest relationships have their share of problems, no matter how successful they appear to be on the outside looking in. Most likely because they probably keep their issues to themselves. Excuse me. Unfortunately for Clay, I missed my appointment with my therapist this week, so this united front really doesn't stand a chance. Therefore, without further ado, if you don't mind lending me your ears, your girl's going to talk about our issues today. May I? No. 
It's never been my intention to air out all of our dirty laundry. Mum has been the word for over a decade. But in this particular case, just like gas, I believe it is better out than in. Sometimes I find myself wondering if Clay feels the same way about me as I do him. I have questioned this his I have questioned his commitment to building a family with me and the direction of our relationship from time to time too. However, maybe because moments like these are far and few between, they stand out to me like a sore thumb. Clay is a simple man with a few flaws. However, I don't care if he has on his poker face or not. I can still tell when he's uncomfortable. I know this man both inside and out. Right now, it's feeling a little awkward for the both of us. So I decide to shift the energy to, I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Right now. Is feeling a little awkward for the both of us, so I decide to shift the energy in our space. I give him an even bigger smile. He looks a little nervous to me, and he doesn't bat an eye at me. For the most part, Clay will usually go out of his way to return my smiles, or he will make a funny face at me in return and make me laugh. Sometimes he will wink one of his pretty hazel eyes at me, or he'll do something to let me know that he sees me. This is why when he didn't do either of one of those things, the wheels in my head started spinning all the way back to this morning when I didn't get a good morning text from him. I feel kind of anxious in this moment because he goes from giving me his undivided attention to giving me his blank stare the minute I questioned him about this morning. Why is that? Besides, questions like these don't usually bother Clay. Whatever is bothering him, though, I'll get to the bottom of it tonight, one way or the other. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And today, I really didn't have a subject. I just wanted to talk because we are ending 2022 soon. And typically, whenever we start to get toward the end of the year, then we start to kind of hopefully... (laughs) reflect on the year and what all you've accomplished, what all you wish that you had done different, if anything, um, the things that you're grateful for and the things that you want to continue to do in going into the new year and beyond. And so I've taken a sabbatical for a couple of weeks from the, excuse me, from the episodes and from the podcast, just for me to take really time out to spend with friends and family. Um, However, as I started to reflect on life, I was blindsided by the death of Twitch. And his name was Stephen Twitch Boss. And um, allegedly, it has been said that he committed suicide. The reason why I'm saying allegedly is simply because um, I know that that's what's been rumored. I know that that's been said. I know that that's the narrative that many are going with. Um, However, I 
am opting to stay observant for the lack of better words. I mean, the reason being is because, and I know everything doesn't have to be in alignment. I understand that sometimes things do happen and people do um, take their lives because they may be facing a situation that they don't see an out. And that is most likely why a lot of people tend to either attempt to take their lives or they succeed in taking their lives. Excuse me. My heart goes out to the friends and the families of his loved ones because if I was impacted and I did not know him personally and I only knew him from his dance moves and his appearances, then I can only imagine how his mother feels, how the people closest to him feel with his death. And so um, this has been a really rough time. Um, Just reflecting on life, reflecting on decisions, reflecting on how quick life fades. Um, A lot of times we feel like we have so much time to do so much. And the thought is a pleasant one, but the reality can be quite different. And this to me was a revelation of that. One of the things that I remember when I was 10 years old was having a desire to be a published author. Yes, I was 10 years old and I had a desire to be a published author. And what I used to do, I used to write short stories. I had a vision of literally having my name known throughout the world. And I was only 10 years old. I used to write poetry on a regular basis. And anytime that there were contests, I would write poems and I would enter those contests. And there were a lot of times that I would win those contests. And I'll never forget, there was one particular time that I was working at this company And the company that I was working at, I literally ended up (laughs) finding out about the poem contest. And that morning, I wrote a poem and I won. So it was literally last minute. And I remember getting all these gifts and them taking a picture and acknowledging that I had done a phenomenal job and Fast forward over a period of time, I was asked to write a poem. There was one um, colleague of mine that she was going on a date and she wanted to be the one to initiate the date to the gentleman. So she asked me if I would write a poem to him um, so that in hopes that he would say yes to her um, offer to go on a date. And I obliged. Let's look that up for those of you that may not know what obliged means. It is O-B-L-I-G-E and the meeting for, a hold on, O-B-L-I-G-E-D, um, which means past tense, but it's make someone legally or morally bound to an action or course of action. Do as someone asks or desires in order to help or please them. So I did what was desired of her um, so that they would be pleasing in her sight and she could go on this date with this guy. And she did. And then they ended up in a long term relationship. So, you know, go figure. I believe my poem has something to do with that. But anyway, 
<laughs> I digress. Um, and so recently we, um, my sweetheart and I have experienced three different deaths. He experienced two and I experienced one. And so we've been attending funerals, which is also another reason why you all have not heard from me because I've been trying to process being present for someone else during their time of grieving, as well as staying present for myself during my time of grieving. However, what I wanted to do was take a moment to share a poem that I ended up writing um, for the passing of his friend. And it was literally written in five minutes. And I'm not exaggerating um, because it was right before he was about to go and eulogize his best friend. So um, this is what I wrote and shared with the family. But with everything that has gone on in the world within 2022, I just wanted to share my heart. Um, and I also wanted to share the point. So the name of the poem is called Carl Carl Theodore Marshall Jr. I wrote it on December the 23rd of 2022. And here we go. Chasing his dreams with his head held high, always willing to lend an ear to his friends. Reality has truly set in. Life is but a mist. He is gone but never forgotten. Time heals the wounds left behind. Having enjoyed his presence in our lifetime, each day memories of him remembered. Only the strong survive a loss like this one. Do grieve when needed. Offer comfort to those hurting. Reminisce on the good times. Enjoy this thing we call life. May God be with you during this time. Always love those dearest and nearest to your heart right now. Soon we will all take this journey, have mercy on our souls and on our hearts, mom, siblings, and friends. Live today with gladness and laughter, letting go of bitterness and strife. Just be in the moment. Remember we only have this life. Choose to live it right. Rest in peace, Carl Theodore Marshall Jr. So I share that because the reality is, is that life is but a mist. And there are so many goals and dreams and aspirations if we take a moment to really reflect that maybe we thought we were going to achieve in 2022, but before we knew it, we're now looking at December the 30th of 2022. And knowing that that literally leaves 48 hours and then we are in a brand new year. And so maybe some of those goals and those dreams will not get accomplished in 2022. Giving ourselves permission to literally say that's okay is maybe something that we need to practice more because as much as we want to accomplish certain things, as much as we aspire to accomplish certain things, the truth of the matter is, is that death happens just like life happens. And whenever life is interrupted, remember we all experienced COVID-19 in some way, form or fashion 
in 2020 and in 2021. And some of us are still experiencing in 2022. Well, that disrupted, excuse me, our flow in a lot of ways. We lost loved ones. We battled with COVID. I am still having the aftermath of COVID. So a lot of this clearing my throat that y'all hear and all this kind of stuff, I'm constantly still having issues with the fact that I encountered COVID, had COVID, experienced COVID, thought I was going to die from COVID. And so I know that if I am dealing with the aftermath, there are a lot of people that are dealing with it far worse than what I had. With that being said, do we give ourselves the grace needed to be able to go through the process of life, even when things don't quite turn out the way that we intended? I truly hope we do, because there's a lot, y'all, that I wanted to accomplish. I remember even creating a vision board for 2020. Honey, when I tell you it is in my stories right now, I literally, (laughs) because 2020 and 2021 was like a distant memory at this point. It it did not go. I didn't get to go anywhere I wanted to go. I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. We were pretty much closed in for two years. And so understanding that and knowing that our lives shifted in ways unimaginable, giving ourselves permission to just be sometimes and accept the things we cannot change. I believe that's part of the serenity prayer. Um, part of the serenity prayer, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually going to share that with because with you because sometimes I believe that we need to be reminded. Um, first, let me give you the definition of serenity. So serenity Is the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. Now, a lot of times, because of the way this world is set up, we're easily troubled. Finances may be giving us a headache or stomach ache or all of the above. Um, Our relationship may be shaky um, or relationships, make that plural, because, you know, it doesn't always have to be a romantic thing. It could be with your family. It could be with your friends. Um, you know, you may not be hearing from certain people like you used to. There's a whole lot of different factors. Um, there's something I want to announce to y'all. It's a really big deal, but I've been led to kind of keep that to myself as transparent as I am. Yes, I'm being moved to have to keep certain things to myself in 2023 and just and share the after effects of what has transpired because whether we want to own it or not sometimes you are casting your pearls to swine sometimes you are sharing your goals your dreams your aspirations with the wrong people and while you may be p-r-a-y praying for them to succeed they may be p-r-e-y praying on your demise not just physically but your dreams too So I have learned through trial and error, through just dealing with different people, that you can't share every happy moment. As much as we would love to do that, there are so many people that don't rejoice, don't even have the desire to rejoice for you. Um, and with you. And so now that I've learned that about myself, I've learned that not, not saying I'm that person, but that I've learned that people are not happy for me or as happy for me as I am 
whenever they're sharing good news with me. I am now learning how to be conservative in certain areas of my life. Now, this says because I'm so transparent, this is not an easy feat for me. However, I am learning that there is a blessing in just holding some of these goodies to myself. And then once things manifest, as I hope and believe and trust that they will, then I can share the outcome. So this is one of those things that I got to keep to myself. Only a very selective few know um, what's going on, but I will be more than happy to share once it has come into full fruition. So that was just a little extra side note, because if you're in a situation where you got some really good news that you want to share, you might want to hold it to yourself until the due season, D-U-E um, season, because sometimes things spoken prematurely, um, there's a consequence for that. So in terms of the serenity prayer, let me go ahead and read that to y'all. So that way, if you don't know, you will know. And then maybe you want to keep this, but like in front of you or before you um, as often as you possibly can. You may even want to go online and see if you can purchase it and have it up in your office or have it somewhere that you can meditate on it when times really do seem like they're getting harder. So it looks like I can't pronounce their last name, but the person that wrote this, it was a poem from the heart and it says Reinhold Niebuhr. 1982 to 1971. So R-E-I-N-H-O-L-D-N-E-I-B-U-H-R. I believe this is the person that wrote it, but it says the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking as he did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right. If I surrender to his will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever and ever in the next. And so this truly was written from the heart. And um, if you ever just kind of want to focus on your serenity, that's a great prayer to repeat. Um and I didn't want to glaze over the death of Stephen Twitch Boss because I know some may be thinking that I'm doing that. However, because I have a different perspective than what the narrative has been, um, I just choose not to stay there for too long. Um, but one of the things I will say is that if you feel as if you have no one to turn to, if you feel do if you feel that um, you have nothing to live for, then um, if pretty much if you're having suicidal thoughts and what I mean by suicidal thoughts is if you are thinking about or planning on taking your life prematurely, if you are in the United States, there is a suicide and crisis lifeline. Um, you would just it's available 24 hours a day and you would just dial 988 or it says via SMS, you would dial 988. 
um, or you can go to their official website and it is called 988lifeline.org. This is not a, this is, I'm not getting paid for this y'all, but your life matters. I believe your life matters. And I'm hoping that you believe your life matters as well. After each and every one of my episodes, I say that I always say to take care of yourself because there's only one you. Um, I remember being in a situation. I, I believe it's happened twice, but I remember this one particular situation where I personally was having suicidal thoughts and they were coming in like a flood. And part of it, I truly believe, was the medication I was on. So, no, it happened twice. But this one particular time, I had stopped taking that medication. And it was intensified a hundredfold. I would not recommend that. When you're coming off of medication, make sure that you have your doctor's orders. Don't try to do it prematurely. Um, By the grace of God, I am surrounded by prayer warriors. Um, Not only that, when I feel like I cannot control my thoughts, um, I seek help. I've been programmed that way. That's a lack for the lack of a better word um, that I have been programmed to do that. So what I did was sought help. And by my choosing to get help, my emotions, my feelings and everything connected to that, I was able to express what I was thinking, what I was going through. Someone actually paid um, a total stranger paid for me to stay um, in a facility for a week. Now, during that process, I journaled. And when I journaled, I realized that I had experienced over a 100, 100 traumatic experiences in my lifetime. And when I talked or spoke to the therapist at that time, she literally explained to me that um, there are people that were in that same facility that had only experienced one traumatic experience. And it may take them a lifetime to get over it. It's hard to imagine going through 100 traumatic experiences. And so I was able to sit with the information that she provided me. I was able to process some of the trauma, not all of it. Truth be told, this podcast has been one of my platforms that I've used to talk about some of the trauma that I've experienced. But the reality of it is, if I'm just being 100% honest, just because I address some of the trauma does not mean that I am trauma-less and that I still haven't encountered more trauma since. So you've got to be able to, and I encourage you if you don't, Um, utilize the tools that are afforded you and given to you. So one of the reasons why I'm bringing up the lifeline is because that's a tool. Um, And the more tools that you have, the easier. And I'm not a life coach. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I am simply someone who has gone through hell, H-E-L-L, and lived to talk about it. So because I have been able to, by the grace of God, live to talk about some of the hell that I've been through, I am hopefully equipping you to not have to make a permanent decision based off of a temporary circumstance. So if you are in need of help and you are in the United States, please check with if you're outside of the United States and you are still someone who needs help. I'm not disregarding that. Please see if you can find um, a suicide hotline. Um, if you need one or someone to talk to, a, a clergyman, a someone, someone who can guide you in the right direction or hopefully, hopefully allow you to express your heartfelt concern so that you can get that off of your heart 
and they can help you with a plan of action or they can help you with processing some things that you may not even know how to process them in the right way. Um, Because trauma happens to all of us, if we're just completely honest, in one way, form or fashion. If you lose a job, that's traumatic. Let's just be real. So, um, let me see. I was trying to find the number. So, one of the numbers is called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273, and then it says T-A-L-K. So, you would just look at your phone and spell out T-A-L-K, and that'll be the number. Um... And again, this is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you want to get involved, that's an option too. Uh, but if you go to 988lifeline.org, you can find out more information, even if you just want to get involved um, and be that voice to help people preserve their lives instead of taking it prematurely or taking it at all. So, um, yeah, but again, my heart goes out to the loved ones of Twitch that's just a tough place to be in. And, um, it's just a tough place to be in. But yeah, I'm going to keep my additional comments to myself um, because I know that things don't always have to be in alignment when it comes to death. Um, there's a lot of people that do die suddenly. There's a lot of reasons why they die suddenly. Um, and death is a touchy subject. So, you know, if you've lost anyone during the holidays your holiday may never be the same. My heart goes out to you. Um, if you've been impacted by someone that you care about that's lost someone that meant the world to them, my heart goes out to you because it takes a certain level of, I believe, grace, mercy, love. Whew, a lot of it takes a lot. It, understanding, compassion, empathy. It takes a lot. And then when you start multiplying that by Many people, whether it's suicide, whether it's murder, whether it's um, natural causes, death is still death. And so um, when you think about that, when you start to really, you know, you can't stay there too long. I will say that you cannot stay there too long. Um, But, you know, when you're taking time out to reflect, just be mindful, be mindful, check, check your support circle. Who's supporting you whenever you are having those days that you're just like, you know what? I really I don't feel like getting out of bed today. Um, You know, be mindful of your circle. Be mindful of the people that that you are in constant communication with. Do they have your best interest at heart? Do they have your mental health at heart? Do they really truly hear you? Do they care to hear you? Um, Are they ministering love to you or are they ministering indifference, jealousy, strife, discord, um, deception, hurt, malice, you know, painful? Are you having a painful experience with that individual? Because sometimes even in that, that can provoke some of those suicidal thoughts, especially if you feel like the love is one sided. Um, So one of the definitions of provoke, well, the definition of provoke is stimulate or give rise to a reaction or emotion, typically a strong or unwelcome one in someone. Stimulate or incite someone to do or feel something, especially by arousing anger in them. Deliberately make someone annoyed or angry. So that, those are the definitions of provoke. I get a lot of my definitions from the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Um, if it's something, if it comes from a different source, then I 
try to make sure to let y'all know which source I used um, and where I found the definition at in case you want to look it up yourself. But how you spell provoke is P like Paul, R like Robert, O like Oscar, V like Victor, O like Oscar, K like Kite, E like Eddie. Um, and for those of you that are unaware, whenever I use a word that may not be understood across the world, um, I try to take a moment to define that word and to spell that word out. I just started doing that recently, but to spell the word out. So that way, if anyone wants to do any further research, they can, or just to make sure that we're all on one accord when I'm speaking on this episode and this podcast. But yeah, I I do hope that y'all are really, truly taking care of yourselves. We are about to enter into a brand new year, a brand new year. I wanted to also just take a moment to thank you once again for listening to the previous episode, for hanging in there and for literally supporting my other book, because typically what I do is read from my book of poetry. So I know that y'all are on board with that one. But to see the response with my novel, wait till the new one comes out. (laughs) I've learned a few things, y'all. I've learned a few things. So the character, I did change the character's name. Um, and so that will be updated and upgraded. Um, but i it's going to literally be a raw, it's going to be a raw version of the perfect illusions of love. And so I kind of did a character build on the first book, but on that second book, honey, we going to get down and gritty. We going to really, yeah, I'm excited. So anyway, so <laughs> y'all just please do me a huge favor. And take care of yourselves because there is only one you. This really is going to conclude my episode on today. Um, And I do like to read letters to my future hubby. I haven't written any letters recently to my future hubby. Um, And so I will start, hopefully I'll start making that a habit once again in the new year. Lord say the same. I pray he does. Um, However, there's a few, a few twists and turns that I'm, going to be looking into concerning my episodes. We are reaching a uh, all new high, I guess you could say, in terms of um, the Dear Future Hubby podcast. And one of the things that I could honestly say, and I don't know why I didn't do it, but I was watching um, Tyler Perry's sisters and they celebrated when he did a hundred, a hundred episodes of the show. The Dear Future Hubby podcast, we are over 300 episodes. And do you know, I have never truly, truly, truly celebrated that. But in the podcast world, for this to be less than two years old, that's a really big deal. And so I need to take more time to celebrate me. And I hope that y'all are going to do the same in 2023. Take more time to celebrate you, your accomplishments and the things that you've done, things that people try to disregard and put it lightly. They're not really light. They're really big deals. Make a big deal out of it. Even if you're the only one showing up at your party, make a big deal out of the things that people try to disregard. Because this is something that I stepped out on faith and did. And you all have shown up globally, internationally to let me know, well done. So you are appreciated. Thank you for your listenership. Please spread the word because I can only get as big as y'all let me. (laughs) So um, thank you. Thank you for all that you do to support the Dear Future Hubby podcast and yours truly, Teresa Reese, your content creator and your host. Y'all have the most amazing 
end of 2022. And I pray that you have the most amazing 2023 and beyond. Please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.